WKDW 97.5 FM, Northport, Real Community Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pets Teach Us So Much Radio. Everett and Everett here. I'm Robin Everett. And I'm Joseph Everett. We are animal advocates, pet lifestyle experts, and pet trendologists, bringing you the best pet news and tips. Today on our show, we have the holiday gift Roundup. So exciting. (laughs) Are you laughing? Plus, we have interesting animal news from around the world. Now, if you think your little fur baby is sick, realize that our show is for informational purposes only. Get professional veterinary help immediately. Yes, take your pet to the vet if you think he or she is sick. Thanks for the reminder, Joseph, because it's very important. Well, today we have tons of information for dog lovers and for cat lovers and for... Hmm. (laughs) I ran out of animals. There are tons of animals. For frog lovers. Okay, Joseph. I had a little tree frog when I was a kid. Well, you hopped right up to the microphone and told everybody (laughs) that without a rig up. Oh, that he, he would make at night. He would make so much noise. My mother would always say the tree frog was going, and then my mother would go inside and, and help you know clean out the little the little uh, aquarium, everything. Mm-hmm. And the little tree frog would get on her finger and put a little, his little suction cups around her around her finger and look at her with the big eyes. What was his name? What was the frog's name? Freddy. Oh, oh duh! Oh, like you looked at me like duh. Freddy the frog. Okay. Henrietta Hippo. News review for yeah. those of you. Coming right at you. So anyhow, so you should look at the big eyes. She goes, oh, how cool. And, she, <laughs> and I said, I thought you were going to get rid of Freddy. Oh, stop it. I'll get rid of you first. Here we go. <laughs> anyway. If you're into Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest, find us at TPPCTV. We have a groovy group on Facebook. Check us out. Join in the fun. We also have a page. We'd like it if you'd like us. Comment on our show, on our page, as Robin said. We would love to hear from you. If you have news or you'd like to be on our show, send an inquiry to info at tppc.tv. Thank you, Joseph. So, Joseph. Yes, Robin. We have a lot to talk about today. I am on a super rant, but I think we need to play True or Poo first. Because I have got the ultimate quiz lover's... True or poo today. I better, this is good. I better bring my fire boots for all the poo that's going to be around Yes. Here. You have to. We're going to slice through poo? <laughs> yes. We're going to cut through the poo, as Joe said. Now, Joe the producer is going to play along. Joe the host. So I'll just I'll just uh, identify. Stop looking at the answers. What's the matter with you? Oh, cheater. Okay. I can't see him. I don't have my regular glasses on. <laughs> okay. So here's the first question. True or poo? The female dog only goes into heat twice a year and then for only two days. True or poo? Hmm. Joe, the producer, what say you? I think it's poo. I think it's more than two days. Okay. Joseph? Well, on the wife's side, I'd say that's true twice a year. I have a sharp pen, and you can be impaled with the pen. Continue with your answer and speak Wisely, I think it's <laughs> He's trying to hide from me. I can still reach him, ladies and gentlemen. The answer is poo. You see, this was a trick question. The female dog, in fact, only goes into heat twice a year, but it's for only 20 days. Ah, it was a trick question, so it it's 40 days. Question. Yeah. Okay. So the heading to that question was, not tonight, dear. Don't say it. Don't. His lips are moving, and I'm pointing at him, and I have a pen to poke him with. So don't say it. <laughs> the next question. The Basenji is a dog from Central Africa, and in fact, he makes no noise. True or poo? True. I'm going to go true with that. Two trues. Yes. Well... It was another trick question, gentlemen. He is, in fact, incapable of barking, but he makes a sound. He yodels when he's excited. Oh, <laughs> Africa or Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah. 
He yodels. They yodel. It's a yodeling dog. Okay. <laughs> Joe's just shaking his head going, it's a yodeling dog from Africa. I didn't see that one coming. So he, he, the Basenji is actually a dog that's prized for its hunting skills and its adorable curled tail. See, that I knew was a hunting dog. The best nose. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't, I, I, I had a feel, I didn't, I, I thought when you said it didn't make a sense, I said, I think that's right. And I would think that Joe just said the best nose, that they have to have good noses because in Africa, I would, I'm making assumptions here. No, it's not an assumption. That it was, it would be dry. Yes. It's even more difficult for the dog. To pick up a scent. And windy. Yeah. I go for that. I'll take that. Okay. So this one is one of my favorite questions ever on True or (laughs) Stop trying to look. There is a beach in Hawaii called the Barking Sands Beach where the dry sand grains bark. True or poo? True. True from Joe and... Well, Mexican jumping beans used to jump when I was a kid in Woolworths in a little container, in a little plastic container. Mm-hmm. They look beans used to jump. So I'm assuming the, the sand can bark. Well, that is really quite a, a string of logic that you used. <laughs> On my planet, that's how I, you know. And in fact, it is true. Oh. When the sand is dry and you walk in it, it makes a barking sound. And that's why it is called Barking Sands Beach. And that's a dog beach, too, isn't it? I don't know. It does not say. <laughs> but your feet will be barking one way or the other, if you're tired or not. Now, two more questions. This is a really good one. Um, in fact, a dog can get a four-year university degree. True or poo? In what? I'm Is not going to say. Just that it exists. All right, true. Four years? Yeah, four true. years. I'm going to go true. Joe's saying true, and Joe Producer says... Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Drum roll. Uh, I'm going I'm to say true, because it may be a rescue dog. Okay. Joe's saying true because it may be a rescue dog, and you're saying true just because you're playing No, robots. I'm saying true because if it's a specialty dog, like a bomb sniffer dog or something like that, they have to go through, in case you're trying to throw a trick question, mm-hmm. they go through training throughout their whole career. Well, I have to say, you both are on the right track, but in fact, it's not a rescue dog. It is a truffle hunting dog. I didn't say rescue. I said, or, or a specialty. I said what a specialty said? dog. Okay. If it has a specialty, I use rescue as an example. That, that, that's exactly what I did, too. So. Don't try to take a point away. <laughs> oh, I don't believe you. There is a course. You're like that teacher I had with the red pencil that couldn't write, couldn't wait to put a mark on my paper. X. X. The course is... See me after. See me after, Joseph. The course is at Bardot University, and it's the Bardot University of Travel Hunting Dogs in Italy. The course can take up to four years to complete for dogs and their handlers. Once they graduate, these trained dogs are highly sought after. In fact, they are often stolen because Hmm. of their valued and unique skill. Do you know how much travels cost a pound? In the United States? No. Take a guess, Joe. I know they're seventy-five dollars. Ex- I know they're expensive. Take a shot. Uh, they're really expensive. Truffles, truffles are sold in the U.S. for. I'm going to say a thousand dollars a pound. We have quite a range: seventy-five to a thousand dollars. And your your poo shoot of an answer was correct at a thousand dollars. A pound. Was it? Whoa. That's how much truffles ah. those little mushrooms go for. Yeah, I know what they are. Wow. That was that Truffle was from the oil. Hip. That was from the hip. Well, you got that They're one. Like right. fancy mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly fancy mushrooms. I've never had one. I'll stay with the quarter dollar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll go to the big box store and buy a giant pack of for five dollars. So here's our last question today, gentlemen. Always the trendsetters. Italians have taken taken trendsetting one step further with holding an annual dog disco. True or poo? I'm going to say true. Yeah, it's all true. There is a whole dancing competition for disco dogs and their owners. Now, I know they had them for disco ducks. Quack, 
quack. Disco. Disco duck. No, this is actually a disco dancing because you know they have like the synchronized dog dancing oh, and all cool. that with the owners. But this one is specifically disco dancing. I like it. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes True or Poo for this week. Congratulations. Thank you. And hope you had a good time playing along at home. Now, I'm going to get on my soapbox, and then we're going to go on to our product review. Okay. I don't get on a soapbox often, but I have to. I'll slide it over to you. Thank you. I've climbed up enough. We got a magazine in the mail, Harper's Bazaar. It's a fashion magazine. Been around for years. Comes in the mail. I start flipping through it. And let me tell you, I got so ticked off, my curls were getting curlier because this magazine is filled with advertising for garments made with fur. Really? Now, then I find a little advertisement in here for... uh, N-A-F-A. Let me just read this to you. Harper's Bazaar merchandising editor Dina Mendelwitz takes NAFA furs to the streets of New York City. The North American Fur Auctions has been producing and selling the largest collection of wild fur to the global fashion industry for over 345 years. For winter, blah, blah, blah. She opts for these coats, and they have four different coats in here. So the fur... uh, gatherers, the fur procurer industry, this North American fur auction has bought space in here, gave these coats to the merchandising editor at Harper's Bazaar, and this magazine has no less than, I'm going to read you the um, the companies that are using fur in advertising. Fendi. There's a picture of uh, Kenzel uh, with Kardashian. Don't, don't look at me. I have no idea. Okay, here's another one. Then you have the editor. Here's another one here. Um, it's a big, giant fur coat this woman's wearing. Polo Georges. I don't know if I'm slaughtering that no, name. No, it's Polo Georges. Okay. Here's another one. The Lifestyle File, shopbazaar.com. There's uh, all kind of fur-trimmed and fur-lined coats, and it's not false, not fake fur. Here's another one. The Fur Salon, uh, Fox Vest, $1,200. It's Saks. Here's another one. A whole page. Feeling hot. Uh, when the temperature drops, feel warm in these coats. And there's Bloomingdale's, Saks, and another Saks. Okay. Expensive fur coats. Okay, I have a question. Go ahead. And being that we're always honest, mm-hmm. and I'm going to talk to you like I would talk to you at home. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the show we watch? The mountain men, when they trap the little critters there to, to survive. Okay. You, you just said the key word there, survive. If you're going to eat, this, this is, and this is oftentimes, we've talked to pet people about this, and you get a little conflicted because not everybody's a vegetarian, but I kind of look at it as if you eat the meat and you use the leather and you use all the parts of the animal and the animal's treated humanely. Yes. Then it's okay. I love the answer. I think that just fur for the sake of fur. Yeah. I knew what the answer was going to be, but I wanted the people out there to know that we're not pulling any punches. Yeah. That, you know, we enjoy the show and we enjoy, you know, going for a little Bambi or something, but we use... We used to say Bambi, like a little oh. Bambi. I mean, that was really kind of... Venison. Yeah. You know, going for a little Bambi. Not a little, like, you not know, a, like, no, we don't go for a fawn or anything like that. You're you know just saying that if you use the whole life cycle, yeah, exactly. you use the whole animal. Well, because, uh, too, honey, I mean, you have Native American roots, and that is... Uh, that was part of life. It was part of life. A 30-30 was over the fireplace. That's a yeah. Winchester 30-30. So anyway, uh, please leave us your opinion on our Facebook page. We would love to hear from you and um, see if anybody else is is on this page with us because I have not seen fur advertising in a fashion magazine like that in a very long time, since the 80s, really. And I'm shocked. We were in the fashion business at one time, so we still get these periodicals. We did not subscribe to them. We used to do uh, uh, equestrian wear. Things like that, but anyway. And so it's just, anyway. I'm I'm just shocked. 
But yeah. okay. So Anyhow. I will now. I am now off of my soapbox. Thank you for listening. You can keep it. I'm talking. You know, give me a little break. <laughs> All right. Now we need to talk about something really fun. It's the gift giving guide roundup. Some of these products we've talked about over the past few weeks, some we have not. Yes. So these are things that that Joe and I have looked at, touched, tested, mm-hmm. uh, and and we think these are fun things that you might want to give yes. at uh, gift time. They're all different, all different price points too. The first is Jelly Wellies. That's yes. outerwear, little green jackets, the little and booties, little booties for pet lovers with a safety stripe. Yes, on them. we like them. Re- if, reflective stripe. Reflective, yeah, reflective stripe. If your pet-loving friend is in an inclement area, this is definitely a, a go-to gift. And the little doggies, when you have to walk them, if you do take your small little doggie out, they definitely need a little coat. Yeah. And especially if you're in a lot of snow and cold and sleet and Rainy. stuff, the little yeah. booties, they, 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 they're going to like them. If they, can, if they yeah. can tolerate them, and exactly, salt protection, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a great idea too. If they can tolerate them, that's fine. If they cannot, obviously, I wouldn't put them on them because <laughs> our two little doggies do not want any things on their feet. Yeah, they're not into the booties, but not they love coats but they and love sweaters the coats. and oh. dresses and all that. Matter of fact, they jump up on you, you know, when they get ready to go outside and they, yeah. they have their drawer where all their little... Uh, sweaters and jackets are in, and they they go right to, to, yeah. to that drawer first. Put my jacket it's cold on. on. Cold out. Coat. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is the calming coat, uh, the AKC calming coat. This is for a dog with anxiety. In thunder, fireworks, um, it it's almost like swaddling a baby, and it wraps around them, and they feel very secure in the coat. And um, that is a really good gift for somebody that has a, a dog with anxiety. I like that one. The next one is uh, Caleb's Organics. Uh, these are the natural dog cookies that I sampled. That you sample? Yes. <laughs> Crunchy and delicious, I must say. Just needed a little water to wash it down. Ugh. They smelled delicious. The ingredient list was awesome. Definitely uh, check out calebsorganics.com. Uh, a pet with paws. This was kind of a cool thing. These were um, the eco-friendly poop <laughs> carrying, poop bag carrying, uh, backpack slash yes. harness. Yes, 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 yes. Little yes. Uh, clutch bag. They have all kind of things. They have little pet carriers. Uh, I was watching something, reading something that they have another one where it, they have a safety clip type device that goes over the dog's tail and it's got cushioning inside the device and it holds a bag right underneath their butt. So it's like a horse bag? Yeah, like a horse bag. Like, exactly. But it goes around and it hides there. And when they do number two, it goes into the bag and you just let it go into a garbage can. It cinches and drops in. I'd like to see that. It was pretty neat. I got to look. I forgot where I was looking or where exactly I saw that. That's cool. But I think it was online. I was, on one, I was on one of the um, social media social media sites. Well, you know, more and more, you see stuff on Facebook, uh, products that have been crowdfunded. Yeah, I think it was Facebook, yeah. And um, I saw some cool horseshoes, too. I just seem seeing yeah. more and more. Well, we used the rescue horse boot uh, for my horse. Yes. Well, he this, threw a shoe, and he, you know, he didn't want to move. And I, we, had, we were carrying it with us just in case, because yeah. he, he always threw shoes. I mean, this is almost the same type of device, uh, uh, emergency type, yeah. of, but it, but it's a permanent thing, yeah. uh, like a, instead of a metal shoe. But anyway, there's a there's a, a few more things. Uh, the Twigo tags, that's a lower price point. It's like a silencer for an existing tag or a little um, tag that you could write. It's on. like the little rubber boot that goes around your dog tags. The newer the guys that yeah. are coming, you know, that are in the in the services. That use the dog tags. It's that little rubber thing, so you don't hear the tags jingling. And it's the same thing, same type of, uh, I would say, same type of idea for the dog tags. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, for the real dog tags. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Smart Bones is another all-natural chew treat yes. that uh, we talked about. Smart yeah, that was, Smart Bones was good. Yeah. Um, this uh, company, Tall Tales, makes two products, the Rope Leash which oh, is a braided nylon. I love their leash. It is a very nice the leash. The hardware, the Heavy stainless steel. Oh. Yep. 
I mean, that's a, that's that's really you can use that as a rescue rope easily. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's to go up. from a one window down to another window, if you're not, it was just long enough to get from one window to okay, another but window. You're, you're not advocating that people do <laughs> no, this, of no, course. No, do not. I don't know the tensile strength. <laughs> the, the. They have one for over 50 pounds and under 50 pounds, yeah, so you're pretty please, close. But I'm just, it was pretty cool. And they also had a cape towel, which we liked. Um, yes. So when your dog is finished with a bath, you throw the cape towel around them so they don't do the shake, and it has a little uh, Velcro Velcro. It, Velcro, you know, Velcro's underneath them. And so. yeah, it's a nice. It's a typical Philomena cha. cha oh yeah, I mean, because I don't care how many Kelvin you have the heat set for, they're still going to shake when they come out. Of a I bath need or to something. shake the water off of me, Bobby. Or they're or they're, or they're shivering. Yeah. Oh, that's Chachala. She has for a Chihuahua. She has a really thick fur on her neck, yeah. and I mean, it's at least a two towel operation for that. Plus the hand dryer. Dog. Plus the hair dryer. Then she shakes yeah. and does the big eyeballs. But she loves the hair dryer. Looks at me. Turn your hair dryer on. Oh. Yeah, I've got all. <laughs> you have to do that. It's a whole thing. So <laughs> Joe's laughing in the back. This is just the truth. The God's honest the truth. truth. What really goes is. on at our house at bath time. Um, so we like the Cape towel. Well, that's when we moved to Florida. Yeah. So they'd be warm. She could be comfortable. <laughs> and... Um, I think the product that gets the super product for gift giveaway this year is the Sturdy Products pop-up carrier oh. shelter. Without a doubt. The, let me tell you, this product, go to sturdyproducts.com. We asked them to send us a double dog carrier. Not double dog dare. Double dog carrier. Right. And what happens is it has a plastic... Uh, uh, rod in it, much like a camping tent that pops up. Exactly, it's it's it does the same thing that the you know you put the when you put the rods yeah. into your but tent. You don't have to do that, right? right? And it's just you just untwist this thing, and right? It pops you don't have to, they're already in there already. You don't have to insert the rods. You just twist it, and it opens up to a double carrier. It's such a smart you design. Can, you secure it in your car via seatbelt. That way, your animals are secured in the back of your car in the back seat. Yeah. And then when you get to your destination, your destination, you can bring them inside the hotel room for the dog friendly or whatever you're going. Grandma and Grandpa's house, they have a place to go into. This excellent, it, excellent concept. It's got little uh, zipper pockets on it, so you could put food or whatever you oh, want. You know, a little wee wee pad or something. You know, whatever you want to carry the medicine or whatever. Yeah. And separate zippies if you have the two dog. These are very popular cat um, shows too. They use them a lot yes. to keep the cats yes. in. But by far, uh, it's not a cheap product, but it is a well-made product. Well, it doesn't have to be for a dog or a cat. Whatever fur baby or reptile baby you want to put in there, mm-hmm. it's fine. Small child. No. <laughs> if the reptile doesn't need an aquarium, you can't put the aquarium in. Yes. <laughs> you are so creative. A bunny rabbit. Well, I don't want to put a heat lamp in and the thing catches on oh, fire. What? And you know what? I can't even say you're far out because don't say Lord that only knows. I've 30 over, well, I'll have 37 years now. And well, you know, as long as he doesn't need a heat lamp. Yeah. yeah. As long as he doesn't need a heat lamp, he might enjoy it in there. So, you know, those are some great suggestions for your holiday gift yes. giving guide. And again, we did physically review these products. Yep. We touched them. We tasted tested. them. We tested them. And the dog leash, that's second. That's the second best product. Oh, is that one of your faves? Yeah, that's one of my faves. Okay. I okay. love that leash. I'm partial to the towel myself. Oh, I love the towel, too. I love everything. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little more time. I'm looking at Joe because I can't see the clock, you say, today. Relax. Relax. Okay. We have a little more time. He's telling me to relax. That's and I'm fine. not even going to edit this out. <laughs> this is what happens all the time. You know what? Since then I'm going to talk about screw worms again because I have a screw worm update. <sighs> Screwworm update. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the screwworm. At least Joe ate his lunch. He's okay back there. <laughs> Joe, the producer. So there was an article in the paper by Allie. Telling the truth. <laughs> I thought you were just pulling my leg. Screwworms outbreak in Florida. What, what pet parents, parents need, need to know. know? What do you think? I'm making this up. Herald Tribune. 
Yeah. Okay, you, go you for it. You still have to listen, Joe. <laughs> you can still, you could try not to listen. I, I can still hear you. Okay. <laughs> this article was by Allie Semigan, and it actually was reprinted in here from PetMD.com. And, you know, we talked a lot about screwworms in the past few weeks, but the question of, do I need to be concerned for my pet safety with these screwworms? This is important. This is really, I'm, I've just read past you. Wow. I'm- so what happens with these screwworms is um, flies lay their eggs in or around wounds or mucous membranes. And once the eggs hatch into larvae, they begin ingesting the tissues of the host. But unlike other types of flies, these uh, little maggots eat live tissue, not the dead tissue. So it can actually kill an animal, uh, birds, as well as uh, dogs. What do do our poor poor parents and pet parents need to look out for? Okay, well... What what are the signs? Yeah, I mean, they have to make sure that there are cats, dogs, sheep, goats, horses, cattle... And other pets don't have open wounds okay. that are not treated. Let's or say if they covered. do have an open wound, then you'll see obviously pus or redness, or you would see you'll see an maggots. affected area. You'll see the maggots, yeah. But it, it, this can be prevented if the wound is covered. Understood. See, if the flies can't get to the wound, right? If it's covered, then you're going to and treat it. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not going to have the goo mess. So what happens is. Um, Prevention is the key here. A minor wound can actually uh, end up in a bad situation. You know, you just say, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, it can turn into a bad situation. Now, the Keys in, um, it's the Florida Keys where this disease is right now. And you actually just have to keep your eye on it. The USDA is currently working with um, the officials in the Florida Keys to eradicate the disease. And they said, uh, really, prevention is the key. Don't panic, but you have to check your pets and make sure they don't have open sores. Hmm. If you do find something, bring them to the vet and make sure that the wound is properly treated and flushed out. Wow. And that's your screwworm update. This is station WKDW 97.5 FM, Northport Real Community Radio. This is Pets Teaches So Much. Thank you, Joseph. And while we're doing a little housekeeping, let's talk about the Common Grounds Meeting Hall, where we broadcast. It's located at 12737 Tamiami Trail in Northport, Florida, at the Warm Mineral Springs Turnoff. This hall is a marriage of Irish Meeting Hall, the Irish Meeting Halls of Dublin, with the New York Coffee House of the 1960s. It's At night, it's a small 50-seat intimate performance venue with the -the state-of-the-art sound system for acoustic musicians, poets, comedians, and performers. You can expect great music from top-name touring and local talent, along with gourmet coffee and packaged snacks. During the day, Common Grounds is a meeting hall for a wide range of community and civic groups and educational programs. For more information, go to kdwradio.com. The hall is available to rent. You also want to check out the great performers that are here uh, on certain nights, uh, usually like Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, and uh, check out the performances that are coming. Now, uh, Joseph, one other thing we want to mention is that we are currently sponsoring, are currently seeking sponsors for Pets Teach Us So Much. Now, this is a way to give back to your community. This radio station is funded solely by people like you, our listeners. So we ask that you drop us an email at info at tppc.tv. The levels of sponsorship start as low as $25 a week, and you'll be acknowledged on the air. We appreciate all you listening and supporting our program. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Joseph. Now, we need to talk about celebrities, Joseph. Do, do, do. <laughs> that was such a reluctant dude to do. Oh, you know what me celebrities lately, but go ahead. All right, just a few. Very popular, Carrie Ann and Abba from Dancing with the Stars. Who doesn't love Dancing with the Stars? She has... You, you don't love Dancing with the Stars, Joe? Joe, the producer, does not like Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I found the one person that doesn't watch the show. One? Okay. All right, two. 
I happen to have the two people here who do not watch Dancing with the Stars. Anyway. But she has three adorable little dogaroos that she adopted, and they're all dressed up for Christmas. Another pet lover is Kathy Griffin. She has uh, two dogs, Pom Pom and Larry, uh, ready to go for Christmas. And the last one is Nene Leaks. She has a, um, is it a Silky Terrier? I'm going to read the fine print here. Or it's either a Silky or a large Yorkie, one or the other, all dressed up and ready to go for Christmas. Oh, it's a Silky. There we go. Five-year-old Silky. There you go. You so, studied that chart when you used to work in the. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to explain what that. The veterinary uh, doctor there. I used to work at a vet when I was a kid, eight thousand years ago, <sighs> and there was a chart on the wall that I was fascinated with, and it had all the breeds of dogs. Now, since then, eight thousand years ago, there are so many more breeds of dogs out there. Believe it or not, they have new breeds of dogs. Right? You don't really yes, think about this. It's true. So it was really funny because labradoodles. <laughs> yeah, labradoodles. So when we see a dog, snorkadoodles. I have to tell Joe like it's a thing I have to do. In like when we're driving in the car, we see somebody walking a dog. I'm like, oh, that's a you know whatever kind of dog. And then That's a short leg Alaskan. See, when sometimes when I don't know the actual name of the dog, I make it up. And I try to see if I could get away with it. I really do. I'm like, oh. You don't get away with it. That's an Irish snickerdoodle. That one. That's an, yeah, that's definitely a brown-coated Irish snickerdoodle, that dog. Yeah. And then he just looks at me and, you know. So that's a little Robin history because you were trying to know, I can tell. It is funny, though. Oh, so, Joseph, we need to talk for a moment about sea turtles because around here, hmm. when we have rough weather, you see these stakes and uh, plastic ribbon and stuff in the beach. And you're like, what is this? And sometimes they wash up and you're like, you have to figure out what's going on. You may see them actually stake out, stake out in the sand. Stake out in different, sometimes there's caution tape, different color yeah. tapes. Okay. So what happens is six months out of the year, these volunteers go and like they're the turtle army, you know, protecting these turtles. And around our area in Florida, like Sarasota area, Moat Marine Laboratory studies these little hatchlings. And you would not believe how much work they do. And, you know, I just... I think that it, it's so cute when the little hatchlings go out into the water and all that. And my warped mind goes, what's out in the water going? Or turns. <laughs> Just doing the shark chomp really? over I there. Mean, I feel bad. I mean, what's this? I, I, that's nature. You know, that's, that's nature. The, that's a circle of life. So. That is. But, you know, sea turtle nesting season is May 1st to October 31st every year, which I didn't know. I did not know that. And here are things you should do uh, to help the little turtles. During turtle season, turn off or shield outdoor lights visible from the beach. Close the drapes to block indoor lighting as well because adults and baby sea turtles will crawl the wrong way. Now... I didn't know this. I did not find this very interesting. They think that the light is the moon over the water. I was thinking that while you were speaking about that, I was thinking, they said they probably think it's the stars, the moon or something. They think it's a moon. They got to crawl to the to the water, yeah. They, they think that's what yeah. where the water is. So you have to uh, shade the light. Also, you need to move furniture off the beach uh, so that... The holes in the... They don't get entangled? Yeah, they don't get, like, stuck in the furniture. Don't shine any flashlights or fishing lamps on the turtles or use a flash when taking photographs. And don't use any fireworks around turtles. Do not approach nesting turtles or hatchlings. Leave them alone. Leave Brittany alone. Also, do not pick up the hatchlings or try to move them as they crawl towards the water. Let them do their thing. They'll be fine. So Interesting. In the one picture they have in the magazine that we got this from, which is Discover Venice magazine, they have um, a little newborn turtle and somebody's holding it, and they specify in here, 
it's held in the hands of a biologist who is certified to handle the sea turtles. Yes. In other words, after all these rules, you look at the picture, well, who's holding the turtle? Right. But it's okay. They're a certified biologist. Don't try this at home, children. So I thought that was kind of cool. That was share cool. that. Ugh. What do you, ugh? Okay. I've been following this story. All right. This is a story about hoarding. Now, you can, ugh, I agree with you. There are people that hoard animals, and, you know, they hoard them. Yeah, this, I know where you're going with this guy. That, they always say, it just got out of hand. It just got to be more than I could handle. And they didn't want to see a lot of the animals on the street. Yeah. But. But, I am very happy to report that this particular case is out of Howell, New Jersey, in Asbury Park, New Jersey, that area. This couple, the Hendricks, were accused of housing 276 dogs in their Bennett Road home. And they said that, again, it just got out of hand. Yada, yada. But here's the good part, that they actually do have to pay huge fines. Now, these types of offenses, which actually end up being cruelty to animals, uh, because they're usually letting it fill. I don't even want to think about. I mean, you've seen these places in your line of work. You walk in and you're like, how can these people live in this house yep. with all this going on? Hoarders, a lot of hoarders, hoarders. like that. So um, the fines were actually $25,000. Oh, and our producer has a question. You know, uh, I think the answer to this is, except for breeders, that we should pay uh, to have these dogs neutered or cats. And I think that would solve a lot of the problem. It's it's not good for us to take these animals and uh, they don't take birth control pills. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Joe's saying that one solution could be um, spaying or neutering these animals. Well, that's and, that's in process where a lot of the agencies do do that. Yeah, I guess they take them but, in and they try to rehome them because these people yeah. have so many animals that they just can't well, even handle it. A lot of the agencies that we've dealt with, they're already spayed, spayed and neutered before you get them from yes. the rescues. And chips. A lot of the rescue and chips, right. yeah. Which is good. I mean, you know, it said that over 12 hours on June 3rd, dozens of workers pulled hundreds of dogs from... That's, that's hard. The, all right, there's 276 dogs in 1,800 square feet. That's, that's unbelievable what the, that must have been like. Uh, the rescued handfuls of puppies and dogs of several breeds, including pugs, chihuahuas, and Yorkies. I mean, that's just so, so scary. So um, I'm glad to hear that they are, in fact, not punishing these yeah. people, but... That was, like the cat, that was like the cat house we had in the, in the last town I worked as a fire chief. You remember and that story? The house that the house had to be totally. I mean, once the cats were removed from the house, they had to totally uh, rip everything out from sheetrock. Everything. It was just the studs of the house. What was actually in the house? Uh, the, between the feces and the urine and everything else, and the the deceased cats that were in there, it was just so bad. I mean, it yeah. was it was full. You know, has uh, you know. Um, Tyvek suits and self-contained breathing apparatus just to get in there. Now, you know, again, it's another situation where they, they say, oh, things just got out of control. And my question is, well, what did the neighbors do? Well, that's what happened. The neighbors were, were calling. Well, they weren't calling. They were saying, boy, this house, this house stinks. And it's the same thing when you, which happens, just there's a house on fire and everybody's like, where's the fire department? Where's the fire department? What did anybody call the fire department? Yeah. Just because a house is burning, if it doesn't have an alarm system that goes through a central station that dispatches the fire department, we're not going to know. So the same thing happened there. People smelled everything. Well, nobody actually made a call to the town. So once the call was made to the police department, the police department investigated. They called us, and the situation escalated from there. And then I guess you have to coordinate. Oh, you have to call. You're going in. No, now it turns into the health department. It turns into, you know, it turns into how much of an area do we have and, you know. Do we have to evacuate the, the, the houses to the left and to the right? You know, it just gets into a very involved situation. And can you imagine, too, like the neighbors, they may not know what's going on in that house, but they're exposed to all that disease, the, the 
please. Well, that's exactly what we were concerned about was the airborne, the airborne portion of that. Once we open up, you know, how was, how is this going to have to be done? And what they did with the house, believe it or not, they got rid of all the cats, opened everything up, and then they almost did like an exterminator thing. They put a, they encapsulate the house, mm. they kill everything in it, and then once that was done, mm. then the the uh, construction company came in and ripped everything out. You know, started ripping the walls, carpets, everything out. Has that smell? You can't get rid of yeah, that smell because they didn't know what was. You know, it, you had somebody it was bug infestation and Ugh. everything. And what the neighbors wanted, they didn't want everything running out and running into their house. Uh, All everything, you know, the roaches and things like that. So what they did, sick. Really they brought a, uh, sick. Pest, a pest company in and they they tented the house, placarded it, and uh, did <sighs> did what they had to do. Man, well, I'm glad to see that there are fines being. Oh yeah, they had to pay. The owner of the house was a, he was a slumlord, so he had to pay for all the agencies, oh, yeah. all the cleanup. I mean, there was thousands and thousands of dollars on this particular incident. Yeah. Well, you know, um, changing topics a little bit, yes. we often see um, some good books for the holidays for um, pet lovers too. You know, Ooh. as gifts. I like what I'm seeing. Is that that? Does that dog really do that? There, the book is called Secret, Secret Service Dogs, The Heroes Who Protect the President of the United States by Maria Goodovich. Hmm. And um, the, the book was reviewed by Kim Curtis, and uh, this is through the Associated Press. Journalist takes an in-depth look at Secret Service Dogs. And this woman worked as a reporter uh, for a long time, and then she did this book, and I'd like to interview her. We should see if we can get her to come on the show. We certainly can. Um, she describes the life cycle of primarily the Belgian uh, Mal- Malinois, mm-hmm. often mistaken for the German Shepherd. Right. She explains how they are bred, selected, and trained, but most compelling, her description of the agent's relationship with their dogs. Secret Service handlers spend 24-7 with their dogs, forming a unique bond. And they said, while this story is well-researched, uh, in and unusual, the way the book uh, is organized, it feels a little disjointed and repetitive. That's you know this woman's opinion uh, at her job to review books. Yeah, but for our listeners and our yeah, fur, our fur matter, babies would totally be into it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So I uh, just wanted to. How long that. is the hair on their dogs? Is that is it shorter hair than on a shepherd? I don't know. Is it a little yes. bit, Joseph? Yeah. yeah, it is. It's short. That's, it that's is short. Malinois. All right, we're going to call her. We'll and see if we can and see if we can get her out there in uh, one of our shows, everyone. I'm making a follow-up note here. Done, Joseph. Thank you. And Joseph, double Joseph. Kudos. Sorry about the pen clicks. It wasn't me. Oh, it was me. I totally pen clicked. I'm sorry. I you have to edit it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna stay. That's staying now. They're staying now. It. When they complain, I'm gonna say Robin did it. Yeah. Bluto did it. I'll get um, I want to talk about the poodle lunch, but I also want to talk about the incident of pet uh, ODs on legal pot. Get out. Uh, there was an article in the Star Ledger about a uh, six-year-old Sheltie who competes in agility shows and such. She got a hold of some pot. Was it in candy form, cake form, cookie form, or was it in the raw It was loose leaf pot form. on the dining room table. Oh, and She got curious as, uh, and, you know, ate it. And then they also had candy, hard candy. Gone. Yeah, I mean, they're putting pot in the uh, THC in so many things now. This is a good reminder to make sure that, especially like, uh, something like a potbelly pig would definitely be like, oh, that smells good. Yum, 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 yum. You know, you just really need to watch what you're doing and make sure any type of. Ten minutes. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I, I thought you were doing a spa. Up. Excuse me, I a went spa? one hand for five, another hand for five. I, I did not see all that signal. I, I knew what you meant, Joe. 
Oh, I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm the Normally last. Normally, Robin knows. This is this this is this is what we came up for all the years of being on the you radio. You saw the blank stare. Like, what is You're that? Stop. Me. Put your pencils down. I don't know. It's just too much. There's a lot of, you know, a lot going on there. But we want to talk about the poodle lunch because this is adorable. That um, did someone copy our? No, this oh, okay. is something else. Okay. All right. The poodle. The poodle lunch. Very cute. There was a uh, choreographed performance at the Poodle Lunch on November first at a local rest at a local uh, restaurant benefiting the Florida Poodle Rescue. So we were commending rescues and their creativity. Uh, I, I would think if you're going to a Poodle Rescue Lunch, to have a choreographed Poodle dance would be lovely. Yes, as part of the entertainment. Yes. I would go to that lunch. That would be fun. Now, we spoke a while ago about lionfish being called their invasive species, but this was really cool. As part of the prize for the person who um, culled them or harvested, however you want to say it, the most um, lionfish... Part of the prize was to name a reef, a beneficial reef. So uh, they actually named the reef after Taylor Kurt Waldron. Um, He's one of the team members, his older brother and fellow comrade in arms. Sergeant Waldron was serving in Vietnam in the Army's 173rd Airborne Brigade when he was killed in action. September 13th, 1970, at age 20. So they named the reef in honor of him. Nice. I just thought that was a really nice story. Joseph. I'm just looking at a couple notes here, honey. Oh, because I do want to talk about this chimp. This is really interesting. Okay. There's a chimp in um, a zoo... (laughs) <laughs> Chimp in a zoo in the Mendoza Zoo. That's a good story. In Argentina. Now. He's Argentinian. He's Argentinian. He had two little chimp mates in his enclosure and they died. And what happened was a visitor complained. Wow. A Spanish visitor complained, sparking a two year legal wrangle. Judge Maria Alejandra Mauricio, Mauricio rather, ruled. Cecilia, the chimp, to be freed and transferred to a sanctuary in Brazil. So here's the interesting part. that the judge, How did they, did they figure out how the other chimps died? Uh, they didn't really go into that in the article. Okay. They just said it was a really shabby zoo. It was okay. concrete. It was so a the, nasty place for this chimp. So it make. wasn't the proper cure for the poor little it's, animals. It's allegedly. I mean, that's we don't know That's what we're that. assuming. Okay. That's what we're assuming well, from this. Be careful assuming. Article. Yeah, I know. But regardless, this well-meaning Spanish visitor started a legal battle. Okay. And um, the judge then said that non-human creatures possessed rights related to their animal essence. Okay. That's cool. So she said, we're not talking about the civil rights enshrined in the civil code, but instead the species own rights to develop and have their life in, enjoyed in a natural habitat. Understood. So that was definitely not their natural habitat. Right. So Cecilia then is moved to a new sanctuary, which I think is really great. It's like when you go to Disney's Wild Kingdom. I, I, I don't know what the exact... Animal Kingdom? An, Animal Kingdom, excuse me. I'm Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. is in my head for all those years. <laughs> and the wonderful world of Disney afterwards. Okay. But anyhow... But you could see how their habitats for their particular animals are such close to their native. Yeah. I mean, they really put 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 it their put their all into it for for the for the uh, little fur babies and uh, reptiles to be comfortable out there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, this this is really interesting because it was started by a citizen by a person who went to visit, and um, what happened was this is uh, kind of adjacent to a story which has been all over Facebook, which is Arturo, the polar bear that was living in the shopping mall in China. So they're saying, the last thing I read was that the polar bear got moved out of that 
so-called zoo or attraction in the um, horrible conditions of its um, enclosure. So keep up the good work out there. Every voice matters for the voiceless animals. So Joseph, tell us, what did you learn from pets today? That that damn screwworm doesn't give up. <laughs> WKDW 97.5 FM Northport Real Community Radio. <laughs> if you love pets and you want to help us continue supporting them, like the TPVC TV page on, pace, on Facebook, please. For Robin and myself, Joseph, thanks for spending some time with us and discovering pets. Teach us so much. Tune in same time next week for more fun and mayhem. Be kind to your pets. And until next week, woofie woo. He never tells me that he's sick of this house. He never says, why don't you get off that couch? It don't cost me nothing when he wants to go out I want you to love me like my dog He never says I need a new attitude Him and my sister ain't always in a feud When I leave the seat up he don't think that it's true Want you to love me like my dog does, baby When I come home, want you to just go crazy He never looks at me like he might hate me Want you to love me like my dog He never acts like he don't care for my friends He never asks me where in the hell am I Says I wish you made more money He always thinks it pull my fingers funny I want you to love me like my dog He don't get mad at me and throw me fit When I say sister is a bitch you to love me like my dog does, baby. When I come home, want you to just go crazy. He never looks at me like he might hate me. I want you to love me like my dog. I want you to love me like my dog does. Ha, 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 ha.